0: Okay, I think I did it. Okay, there we go. I'm going to put this in my pocket. So I'm recording this. I'm going to put things on Podbean. And uh, I don't know who i have invited to Podbean, but I do put things on Podbean that I've ministered. And you guys can go on Podbean and hear some things, just a few things that I've ministered before. Um, my husband is good at loading things up on the internet for me. But again, um, I'm just honored to be here. I'm so grateful to be here. And it, I wanted to uh, just lift up Pastor Sharon for a minute and just pray for her and, and pray for her strength and encouragement. So, Lord, right now we lift up Pastor Sharon to you. We pray for the peace of God that surpasses all understanding to keep her heart and her mind within Christ Jesus. I thank you, God, that um, you give her wisdom and knowledge to continue on. You strengthen her spiritually in her inner man, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that she comes back refreshed and ready to go. Ready to go, Father, in the name of Jesus. We honor her. We give her place today because she is the head here, Father, in the name of Jesus. You are the head over all, but she submits to you, and then we follow her lead. So we thank you for her leadership, Father God. We thank you that she is divinely protected um, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you that no weapon formed against her shall prosper. We thank you that everything she sets her hands to do will be blessed and prosper and we thank you that full provision comes because when you're in the will of God the full provision comes for the will of God in the name of Jesus this is your church and you have promised to supply for your church so we thank you Father God that supply comes in the name of Jesus in an abundance because you are an overflowing abundant God and we thank you for it Lord we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus name Amen. amen amen so praise God I um I had a message (laughs) and then on my way down the road i got a message so i have a message for you guys and and god wanted me to to expose the works of darkness to make them clear so that there isn't any well is that of god is that of the devil is that of god you know sometimes we look at things for example When somebody says that, well, I guess God just needed another angel when one of your loved one passes prematurely. God doesn't need another angel. It's a work of the enemy if somebody passes prematurely. God came to give us life and life abundantly. He didn't come to give us sickness and disease. When he walked this earth, he destroyed every sickness and disease. Every person that came to Jesus was healed. And so when somebody has a sickness or a disease, it is a work of the enemy, and God can heal them. Healing is the way of the kingdom of heaven. Sickness is the way of darkness. Let's look at uh, John 10.10, because we're just going to expose the enemy and bring clarity To what the kingdom of heaven is like. With all the things that are going on in the communities now, there really is coming a reckoning. Who's going to stand on this side and who is going to stand on this side? There really is a reckoning. I will stand on the side of the Lord. So, John 10.10, it says, The thief, which is the devil, does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, if you see thievery, a, a stealing away of a life, looting, abortion, stealing life, stealing things. It's a work of the enemy. It's a work of Satan. It's a work of demonic powers. Okay, when you see life, it's of God, because it goes on to say, I have come, meaning Jesus, because this is in red, so it's Jesus talking to his disciples. It says, I have come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Life is, is life-giving, it's good. In James 1.17, uh, James it says, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Father of lights, where there's no variableness, no shadow of turning. So when there's peace and goodness, it's from God, right? When it's an abundance of joy, it's from God. Amen. Okay? so when there's happiness and laughter it's from god but when you're can't pay a bill and something's come up that's stealing your money well if you're a tither god promises that there's provision for you Amen. so when you're tithing he says he'll open up the windows of heaven and open for you a blessing so much that you'll be unable to receive it all, meaning that you'll have enough to give out and to be a blessing to others, okay? God says, if you give, it will be given back unto you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, right? Will men give back into your heart as you have given back unto them, but in a stronger measure, in a greater, greater amount, because God is a God of abundance, abundance of peace, Abundance of life, abundance of joy. So when we see things like death and destruction, things being destroyed, look at the looting today. It is a spirit. It's not... It's people responding, but it's still a demonic spirit that's moving it. Does that make sense? Do you you see what I'm saying with that? Like you can have the move of the spirit of God and it causes people to fall out, I've, I've fallen out in the spirit before. Has anybody else here fallen out in the spirit before? Well, raise your hand then. So I don't look like I'm the Lone Ranger. Okay, okay, praise the Lord. So there's three that have been laid out in the spirit of God. I mean, I'm telling you, I was just, boom, I was gone. Nobody caught me. I think I shared that. My head bounced on the ground. So, um, but that's because, and I wasn't hurt. My shoulder was actually healed. And that's because it was a move of the spirit of God. So, so the move, I yielded to the spirit of the move of God and I was laid out because the power of God was so overwhelming that my body couldn't stand. And so I just, chook, I was knocked out cold, okay? And so when you're moving, when people are moved by the demonic forces that are the air, within the air, this is, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, but the, the ways of the world are influenced by demonic oppression and then God came Jesus came to give us the keys so that those so we can have authority over those demonic influences that are in the spirit of the children of disobedience so we have the authority to, to withstand them we have the authority to say no they cannot overtake us just like some people won't be slain in the spirit because they just won't yield to the spirit of God not bad. It's okay. <laughs> but they just won't because they won't yield. So if you're yielding to the demonic things, you'll be influenced by those things. A lady, I saw a lady on... Again, we're d- we are exposing demonic activity is what we're talking about today. Exposing the works of darkness. So I saw on Facebook um, a while ago, there was a lady who, who was holding up a sign and she said, i had an abortion i've had seven abortions or something like that and it was the best decision i ever made or something like that and i thought that's wickedness that's wickedness i mean at first i was mad at the person i was really mad at the person and i thought who could do that and don't get me wrong let me uh, clarify something here years ago i have had two abortions when i was young and i was in the world i was oppressed with demonic oppression I was in drugs i was doing things of that nature so that just went right along with it okay so i'm not i'm not saying i'm like better or anything okay i've been influenced by demonic influences i've been influenced by the power and the presence of god and i choose the presence of god it is way better it is way better because if you stay in the influence of demonic oppression the ways of the world you stay in the sin you stay in in the drugs you stay in the alcohol you stay in those things it will lead to death period as we have an example okay so they will lead that way but if you stay in the things of god and, and the enemy doesn't make it easy for you to stay in the things of God. That's for sure. He comes after you. He doesn't want you. He roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour, devour. Doesn't mean he has permission until you give it to him. Okay? But when you stay in the things of God and you stay in the spirit of God and you stay in the kingdom of heaven, those things, you get peace, you get life, you get joy, you get comfort. You get good things from God, because He is a good Father, and He's trying to tell you how to stay away from the demonic and the oppression and the destruction and the lies that happen. The enemy comes to divide. If you see division, it's from the enemy, because God is a God of unity. That's why, when it comes to uh, submitting to a church, a lot of the people ha- a lot of people have a hard time following a leader ahead within the church. Um, it's just a thing. So the enemy comes and starts poking you in your ear. Well, who does that pastor think they are to say something like that? Well, seriously, a pastor goes to God, listens to God, and then brings what God says to the people. Yeah. She doesn't bring her own. Trust me, she doesn't. Even Jesus said, I have so many things I want to tell you right now, but I can't. Because... He only could say what the Father had to say. That's exactly what a pastor does. A pastor can only say what God has given them permission to say. Okay, So to submit is hard um, sometimes, but if you just think about the spirit of unity and the bond of peace in order for the Holy Spirit to manifest in greater measure, then that's what you got to keep in the forefront. If, if something's telling you to... Uh, not like somebody, like them. Pray for them. Do the opposite. You know, when when the enemy's like, oh, you know, isn't that person just the nastiest person in the world? Well, guess what? Pray for them. Because we don't fight against flesh and blood. We don't. We don't fight against each other. Although we may respond in certain ways and we may have differences and then we have to learn how to kind of get along, I'll tell you the best way to get along is start praying for that person. If the enemy knows, and I'll tell you there's a, the enemy knows you. He knows what pushes your buttons. You know what I mean? He knows what really annoys you, even teenagers. He knows how to get your go. And so he pushes your button to get you to respond against somebody or something. So the best way to respond is bring God into it. and the enemy backs off, because he can't be around peace and love and joy. He can only be around chaos and confusion. He loves confusion. He ministers great in confusion. We are exposing the works of the enemy. He's a liar. He's the father of lies. There is nothing good in him. Nothing good. He said he was going to exalt his throne to God. There is nothing good in him. He wants to be as big and as high as God. He's full of pride. And you know what pride does? Here's an interesting thing about pride. I ran over a snake on the way down. <laughs> and that's kind of when I got the message, actually. And I thought, oh, the serpent, you know, that, that's how the enemy is described, how the devil is described in the word of God. He's described as, as a serpent. He sneaks around and slithers around. And um. And so... uh. So the snake, it was like he knew I was coming because he lifted up his head and he tried to go faster. If he just would have just curled up and just taken a minute, I just kind of would have missed him. But instead his whole head, was, I mean, he was big. He was really big um, because he was almost the length of the lane that I was driving in. And he lifted up his head and I could tell he like picked up the pace to try to get past me or try to beat me before I got to him. And that's what the enemy does even though he is defeated he will continue to battle and he'll continue to fight you until you give in so don't give in and it's not easy but he messes with your mind and he tells you you're not good enough he tells you you're not worthy he tells you all these things and he messes with your mind and you have to go back to the word of god and god says no you're worthy because I say you're worthy because my righteousness is now your righteousness and that's why we're worthy it's not in our own selves but it's in the kingdom of God so that's the difference between the works of darkness and the works of God God says you're worthy God says I love you God says come unto me and I will give you rest right and the enemy says there's no rest for you nobody likes you look at you Look, God's not moving on your behalf. Look, God's not doing anything for you. Look, look at what's not happening in your life. And God says, just look to me. Don't look at the things that are happening around you. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. Provision, peace, joy, love, patience, faith, the fruits, all the fruits, goodness. All the fruits of the Spirit. That's the kingdom of heaven. Actually, let's look at that really quick. I think it's uh, Galatians 5. Thank you, God. So the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He does things that tell you, well, you can't ever come to God. You can't ever come to God. Like a good example is somebody who is gay. The enemy is telling them they can never come to God. And that is simply not true. God says, come to me and I'll set you free. God God brings freedom to people. Because to be completely honest, if being gay was a, a, like, if it was not a demonic thing, then animals would have same-sex sex. Do you know what I'm saying? It would be a thing. It wouldn't be just for human race. It would, be, it would be in the animals. But even nature itself does not do that. It's a male and a female in nature itself. And so people have just been influenced by the, by the principality of darkness. And when you get glimpses of sin, if you don't refute the sin right away, You'll continue to get it. You'll get, uh, you'll get, it'll influence you. It leads you. It starts enticing you. It gives you a thought. Makes you think about something. And sin is, the enemy knows that we respond to our flesh a lot. So the enemy uses things that, that entice our flesh. And so you have to learn not to respond to those things and get back with God. But nature itself doesn't even, doesn't even do that. You have a male horse and a female horse. You have a male dog and a female dog. You have a male bird and a female bird. It is exactly the, that way in nature as it should be. God created the birds and the airs and the, the fowl and the beasts of the field and the whales, the sharks. He, he created all of it. And they all do according, be fruitful and multiply. Well, a man and a man cannot multiply, and a woman and a woman cannot multiply. Okay? So it goes against nature. It is a demonic influence. But can you be free from the demonic influence? Absolutely. But the devil will tell them, don't come into the church because they hate you. Well, that's not true. Then that's like telling an alcoholic not to come into the church to be set free. It's the same difference. It's the same difference. Or telling a drug addict, don't go to the church because they hate you. That's not true. Come to the church because Jesus Christ will set you free. And so that's the difference between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of righteousness, the kingdom of God. So Galatians 5. Okay, so let's look at this. Let's start at verse 16. So, it says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's what I was saying, the enemy, he works on our flesh. He, he, he just knows how to influence our flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So there's already a battle. There's already a battle between our flesh and between the spirit of God. Our flesh wants to do what I'm telling you wouldn't it be nice just to sit on the couch and eat bonbons and watch television and Netflix all day, right? I mean, I want to do that, <laughs> right? But that's a work of the flesh. That's what my flesh wants to do. My spirit is saying, let's go preach the word. Let's go tell people about the goodness of God. That's what my spirit's saying. My flesh is going, yeah, but you know, <laughs> what if it's on Netflix, right? So the enemy knows how to influence our flesh. And before it was wanting to be liked in school, it was wanting to be liked by people you know we all want to be liked and so we want to welcome people into the body of christ i'll get to that in just a minute but let's look at uh, galatians 16 so um and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the lust gets the spirit these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish which is your spirit your spirit wishes to do other things your flesh is like i want to hang out i don't want to go to school i don't want to go to work. I want to eat cake, and this is your flesh. (laughs) And the enemy knows how to manipulate your flesh. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Okay, so here's the works of the flesh. These are the things that the enemy uses against you to influence you to follow the lusts of your flesh. Adultery. I'm telling you the enemy will come and he'll influence somebody who's not saved some good looking girl or guy to walk by you and just say something sweet you might have had a fight with your spouse that day and boy, I'll tell you what if the enemy doesn't bring somebody by real quick that day to try to influence you into adultery they always say something like well I would never treat you like that that's not nice or whatever Fornication, fornication is sex without being married. Now, is that not prominent these days? Fornication is huge, and it all starts with television. Friends, I had to stop watching Friends. I literally had to stop watching Friends. That's all it was. It was all about whoever they were sleeping with, and and it was the cool thing to do, and it's not it's the ways of the world but it's not the ways of heaven it's not the way that god has desired for you to go and has said follow me and i'll give you an abundant life just follow me and i'll give you an abundant life god says just follow me in my ways your life will be abundant and blessed But if you follow the ways of darkness, if you follow the ways of the world, if you follow the ways of of the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, you will end up destroyed. You will. I was almost destroyed. I was almost destroyed. And again, we're gonna get into that in just a minute. So let's see, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, witchcraft, Harry Potter, That's demonic. It's demonic. It's demonic. It is witchcraft. And yet the world rallies around it. It It's something wonderful. You want to see a miracle? Follow the kingdom of heaven. Follow the kingdom of righteousness. Follow the kingdom of God. Follow what God says, come and follow me. And I will give you life and life abundantly. And then you'll be able to go to somebody else And you'll be able to minister that into them and they'll be born again, the greatest miracle of all. To be born again into the kingdom of heaven is the greatest miracle of all. The number one miracle. Yes, you will part the Red Sea, you can lay hands on the sick, they will recover, but the best miracle is the born again spirit. The person who says, okay God, I want to live in your kingdom. I want to live in righteousness. Hatred. Hatred is a work of darkness contentions, divisions, work of darkness, jealousy, work of darkness, outbursts of wrath. That means being seriously pissed off and showing it. That is a work of darkness. Selfish ambitions. It's all about me and how I can get to the top. Dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalry, rival, rivalries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, which means you will not inherit abundant life now in this earth. You won't have abundant life if you go after those things. You will be destroyed because that's the end result of walking after darkness. He came to kill to, or to still, to kill and destroy. So the funny thing is, is once he steals a piece of your life from you, it kills a piece of you. It'll kill a piece of your family and destruction starts to work. And it just starts to unravel. Just start, that's what destroy means. It means to completely unravel something. So it starts becoming destroyed. This is the work of the enemy. This is the work of, of darkness. This is the ways of the world. but the fruit of the Spirit here is the kingdom of heaven and I know it sounds bad because you just want to fight people sometimes I get that you just do I know you do but that's when you've got to subdue your flesh you've got to bring in the Holy Spirit to empower you the fruit of the Spirit is love joy peace you, wanna, you want love in your life like real love follow after the kingdom of heaven You want real joy, like that joy that you just see in movies where people are just so happy and content, like the end of a movie, right? When everything's like right in the world, you can have that, like all the time. Follow the kingdom of heaven. Follow the kingdom of righteousness. You want peace, and not peace like the world gives peace, like everybody's in agreement kind of peace. I'm talking when the world is in chaos like it is right now and yet you're like i'm good because god's got me i have peace because god has me because i serve the kingdom of heaven i don't serve the kingdom of darkness we have to recognize these things long-suffering boy don't we all just love that patience (laughs) that one's a tough one but you got to have patience you want somebody to turn around and be different to you towards you or something you have to first be long-suffering towards them in prayer pray for them pray for that person you hate i think i told you guys a long time ago i still have a few minutes i told you guys a while ago i had a junior high class and i knew they all hated somebody they had hatred in their heart because i knew it by the spirit of god and the spirit of god told me to write have them all write it down and at first they're like we don't hate anybody and i'm like you do because I know you do, because God told me you did. And so they did. So they, they wrote down who it was on a piece of paper and I didn't ask who it was. They wrote down what they hated about the person. Every week we prayed for the envelope. We closed them in the envelope. Every week we laid the envelopes out on the table and we laid our hands on them and we prayed for the people. At the end of, we started at the beginning of a semester. So it was like, what, January? And then at the end of the school year, it was the end of May, we opened the envelopes and we asked, what happened? because God will either change your heart, he will change the person, or he will remove the situation from your life, depends. He'll do one of three things. So one of them, he's he's like my best friend now. And I'm like, really? And they became the best of friends. One person said, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, it was, and they're treating me so much better now, it's like unreal. I'm like, really, that's awesome. And then the other one was a teacher the one of my students didn't like and the teacher was fired because that person needed to be removed but you have to learn to pray for your enemies because see that's the way of the kingdom of heaven that's what the kingdom of heaven says to do and the kingdom of darkness says fight them hate them rally around them get everybody else to point fingers and hate them with you that's what the kingdom of darkness says to do and God says no 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 you got to love your enemies you got to pray for those who hurt you and spitefully use you and persecute you. That's the kingdom of righteousness. And the kingdom of darkness says, hate them, hate them. But what that's doing is destroying you. It doesn't do anything to them. It destroys you. So that was long-suffering. So then we have kindness. We have goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That is the kingdom of righteousness. Self-control, being able to say no to the drugs or the alcohol. Now, sometimes there is a freedom that comes in that where God comes in. I was set free from, uh, 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 oh my gosh, methamphetamines. I was, I was addicted to crystal meth and I was set free from crystal meth one night by the spirit of God. I didn't even know for three days I'd been set free until three days I was like, oh my gosh, I just realized I, I don't want anymore. And I didn't shake, I didn't have withdrawals. That's because the spirit of God did it. And then I had smoking, I was a smoker work of the flesh i enjoyed smoking i really liked it i really did i loved the smell i loved the taste i I know right but i did i loved it i loved um talking to people and smoking i loved the way i would crack a pack on my hand and the way that sounded the way the cellophane sounded taking it off slipping out the foil taking out the first cigarette all the sounds that went with it i loved smoking i smoked when i ate i smoked when i drank i smoked when i did drugs i smoked when i cried i smoked when i was happy i smoked when i was getting ready for work right i mean it was a part of me i I was a smoker and i loved it that was the one that god said you have to put that down And that was when I had to control my flesh and get through it and put God first. So I had to leave that kingdom of darkness, the addiction that had me bound, and I had to start serving the kingdom of righteousness. So it's between you and God, whatever God's telling you to do. Um, I can't tell you what God's telling you to do. You have to do what God's telling you to do. But those are the differences between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light, the kingdom of Satan and the kingdom of God, right? The ways of the world and the ways of heaven. God says he'll bring heaven on earth for us. But how do we get heaven on earth for us unless we don't start implementing the ways of heaven? You got to implement the ways of heaven in order to get heaven on earth. You guys want to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover? You guys want to watch legs grow out <laughs> when you pray for somebody? This is, this is every believer's destiny. Every believer has the right to lay hands on a sick person, and that sick person recover from whatever sickness or disease they have. Yes, yes, yes. But you've got to start learning and coming into the ways of heaven, the ways of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven is at hand, And it's at hand because it lives within us that's why the kingdom of heaven is at hand so if you're a born-again believer the kingdom of heaven dwells within you therefore the person that you're walking next to if they aren't born again and you're born again that person is now walking next to the kingdom of heaven because the kingdom of heaven dwells within you think about that that's a responsibility man that's pretty cool. I think it's cool. I love it. I love that the kingdom of heaven is within me, and when somebody walks next to me, they're walking next to the kingdom of heaven. I think it's cool. I love it. I, I love serving God. And so I just wanted to talk to you just a little bit. Um, I have about 10 more minutes. It probably won't take that long. And um, I want to talk to you about... Um, I went to Utah... I really thought this was going to be the last time I was here, but the Lord brought it up today. And I went up to Utah to visit my daughter and they had chickens. And I'm liking this into the the body of Christ, okay? So they had chickens and they had a mama, they had like two mama chickens, maybe three, I could be wrong. And then they went out and got some baby chicks because they needed some more. And then what they do is they bring them in and then they have a surrogate. So the surrogate mama chicken uh, attaches to the baby chicks and starts mothering them, okay? Even though it's not their real mama, okay? And so that's how it works um, with chickens. And I thought that was interesting. Well, what happened was, is one of the mother chicks rejected um, one of the baby chicks. It was really sad, actually. It was really broke my heart. And I liken this into the body of Christ, because people will come in and they might look strange. even the weird the weird kid at school that nobody likes, okay? It's up to the body of Christ to love people. So the chick the baby chick comes in, and there was like five baby chicks all together that they brought in. The one was rejected, the one baby chick was rejected by one of the mama chicks. Not all of the mama chicks, but she was like the leader mama chick. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have more influence in school than what you think you have. I want you to pay attention to the kind of influence that you have in school. Because if you're not recognizing it, you're actually leading people without knowing it. And you need to be leading them in the right way. In the ways of kindness and compassion. That's the way of the kingdom of heaven. And that's your responsibility. So what happened was is all of the other baby chicks rejected that baby chick that was rejected that baby chicken (laughs) that little baby chicken stopped eating stopped drinking didn't get under the warm light at night completely isolated himself from everybody else and he died and it reminds me of bullying It reminds me of those things that happen in school and those things that can even happen in the body of Christ itself. When somebody walks in that door and it's a stranger coming in, brought in, right? He's just coming, the person's just coming because they just want to be a part of something. You know, we all want to be a part of something and sometimes that's why we're influenced by by school or we're influenced by our work because we feel like we are a part of something and we desire and long to be a part of something. And that's the relationship with God that we really desire. People just don't realize that that's what they're truly desiring, because it's the only thing that will satisfy. Money won't satisfy, drugs won't satisfy, sex won't satisfy. It's that relationship with the Father that satisfies. But when somebody comes into the body of Christ, you cannot reject. You cannot. It doesn't matter what they smell like. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You've got to love them, you've got to bring them in, and it's the same thing with school. You've got to reach out with compassion to people. Be the leader of compassion in your school. Be the leader of goodness in your school. Be kind, because that baby chick just stood there and didn't do anything to live, nothing to live. And that's what happens to people. The enemy jumps on that and says, see, not even God likes you because they didn't like you in the church. And the enemy just gets on them and gets on them. And then they isolate themselves and they draw back. They stop eating. They stop taking care of themselves. And they die. They've been destroyed by the enemy. And I just want you guys to just think about The kingdom of darkness and what that looks like it steals it kills and it will destroy you and people and if you see somebody stuck in that kingdom of darkness because you are a child of light because you are a child of righteousness because you are a child of goodness it is your responsibility to treat that person with goodness and kindness and prayer To influence them into the kingdom of righteousness it's okay (laughs) do you know and that's all of our responsibilities so that's the difference between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of righteousness and I encourage you to live for what is good for what is right you will have an abundant life it's not in money but when you seek the kingdom of God you will get money I mean here's a blessing I'm gonna share okay I'm gonna share my blessing this was so cool who does this but god okay i've been a tither for 14 years now i i give of my my first fruits i mean i just i just give into the kingdom of god right and god promises to give it back but i just give because i want to give because i want to be a blessing like i got my cup today i got blessed today and that will be given back and in good measure pressed down shaken together by somebody else and who knows when that's between you and god so i have this job i work for hospice and i'm a volunteer coordinator And my boss, the vice president comes in and has a meeting with me. She says, okay, this is what I need you to do. And I'm like, okay. And she says, we sold the company in Laughlin, Nevada. And I'm like, okay. And uh, she says, but the company that bought us out, and they still own Bullhead City and Havasu, but the company that bought us out in Nevada, I'm telling you, the blessing of God is overwhelming they need people and so we want you their hu- hr is going to call you for a job and we want you to accept it and i went what and she goes but you're going to work for us too and i'm like okay and she goes she goes yeah so you're going to work for us and then you're going to work for them and you're going to pay by both companies but here's the thing i don't have any more work than what i already had because i already was taking care of law firm, and i was taking care of bullhead so now I just have bullhead with one company, and I have law firm with another company, no more work, double the money. Amen. That is God. That is, that is God. <laughs> Glory to God. I mean, who could give me a job? And my other boss says, take the job. And oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. So they sent me my offer, and it was exactly the dollar amount that I'm making now. So they didn't try to make it lower or anything. But God is faithful. And I live in the kingdom of righteousness. I do my best to stay here. Am I perfect? No. But I do my best to stay here. And I do my best to influence people to love and to be kind and to be compassionate. So I encourage you, be be loving, be kind, be compassionate. And remember, if they're poking you and you're like getting ticked, it's the enemy trying to get you to respond out of your flesh. Okay? And you got to respond out of your spirit, which is kindness, joy, peace, love, right? Does that make sense did that help anybody today yes. yeah amen okay so who's born again here has everybody asked jesus christ to be their lord and savior okay those of you who are not raising your hand do you want to ask jesus christ to be your lord and savior because that's the beginning steps of living in the kingdom of righteousness it's a good thing god is good you guys want to do you want to know jesus christ Yeah? Do you? Trust me, don't wait for anybody. Because they're not going to walk you through your... They're not going to walk you through salvation anyway. It's got to be your relationship with God. You've got to be the one who's going to like, You know God, I do want to know you. I do want to understand you a little bit better. Because there is love, and there really is joy, and there really is peace in the Holy Ghost. If you want to, just come on up. And I see wishy-washy. Wishy-washy means you really want it, but you don't have the courage to stand up. So, Father God, I pray for the courage for them to stand up in the name of Jesus and to come down and just get into your goodness, God. Come get into his goodness. God's not letting up. I can't close. God's not going to let it go. Sorry. It's on you guys to come down. (laughs) It's on you guys to come down. You can bring a parent with you if that's what you need. God is good, you guys. God is really good. He'll touch your heart. Do either one of you guys want to come? Do you want to come? I'm gonna put this down now. <laughs> Amen. Yay. Amen. Yay. Are you ready to get influenced by the kingdom of heaven? Yes. Yeah. Amen.
1: Um.
0: Well. Do you un- you understand English? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So Jesus Christ. Loves you. Loves you so much, that he. He made a way for us to get to heaven, because without Him we wouldn't have gotten to heaven. We wouldn't get to know the good things in life that God has for us. And so God wants good things for you, and the way to get to those good things is to believe in Jesus Christ, that He is the Son of God, and that He died, and that God, by His great and mighty power, raised Him back to life from the dead to bear our sins. To bring life unto us and when we ask him in to come into our heart the kingdom of heaven comes and it's a you can't understand it in your mind or in your thought but the kingdom of heaven comes and lives inside of you just like it does in me and just like it does in your dad the kingdom of heaven dwells inside do you want the kingdom of heaven to dwell inside of you now Yes, okay. Okay, so what's your name? Noah. Noah. Oh, that's such a good name. Praise the Lord. So then just repeat after me, Noah, okay? And it, nothing's going to change on the outside, but what's going to happen is things are going to matter different in your heart. Like things, you're going to have more compassion for people. You're going to have more peace in things. You will. You really will. So. Follow me and say what I say, okay? Yeah? Okay. Alright. Say Father God, Father God I, come to you, I come to you. And I believe, I believe that Jesus Christ,
1: Jesus Christ
0: is your son.
1: Is your son
0: and that he died,
1: and he died for my sins. For my sins. He was buried. He was buried
0: and raised to life again.
1: Raised to life again.
0: So that I might have life as well.
1: Jesus Jesus
0: come live in my heart.
1: Come live in my heart.
0: Be my Saviour.
1: Be my Savior.
0: And I will, make you
1: I will make you my Lord. My Lord.
0: I thank you, Father God.
1: Thank you, Father God.
0: That the kingdom of heaven,
1: the kingdom of heaven
0: dwells within me.
1: It dwells within me.
0: It will grow it. Will grow. And it will manifest around me.
1: And it will manifest around
0: me. And it will influence my friends. And it
1: will influence my friends. And my
0: teachers. And
1: my teachers.
0: And my family.
1: And my family.
0: May the love of God.
1: the love of God.
0: Be overwhelming.
1: Be overwhelming. Within me. Within me. And upon me. And upon me. In the name of Jesus Christ.
0: In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray. I pray. Amen. 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 You are born again. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. The kingdom of heaven rests in him amen thank you jesus amen does anybody else anybody else want to be born again okay i'm i'll be here all month (laughs) and at any time even if you want to stop me after or anybody else here you know everybody you got to start with the kingdom of heaven within and then it grows and it grows, and it it gets bigger, and it gets bigger within you, and it helps you. And I'm going to bring some books and things like that just to give away, okay? So um, thank you guys. Be blessed. It's 10 after, so I hope that that wasn't too late. Did you need to share? I'll go away. I'm done. Oh, yes, ma'am.